Ah, good morning, folks. Welcome. The 23rd day of June. It's a Friday. And it's kind of gray and gloomy outside. The rain has stopped for the moment. In fact, as I look ahead, um, I don't think we have any rain in um, the forecast for today. If I knew how to change the screen here, I would and tell you about tomorrow and Sunday as well. But uh, today is going to be all right. 66 degrees right now outside our Columbus Road studios. That's right. And um, 223 Columbus Road, no longer 300 Columbus Road. In fact, if you haven't been by uh, this this uh, spot in the last week or so, our, the old building that we used to live in is gone. That's right. It's been demolished and trucked away. Yeah, that's very emotional for me. But... Um, and I tell you what, there are so many of our alumni, uh, people that have worked at this station over the years, gotten their careers started here, and so on and so forth, and some that just spent many years with us who have sent me a note, you know, reacting to the photos that were posted on Facebook of the demolition and everything, saying, wow, you know, this is... We had so many great days in that building. All right, well, life goes on, doesn't it? All right, it's a Friday, the 23rd of uh, June. And we got a free-for-all. Don's here. Good morning. Good morning. And um, uh, today, a free-for-all. By the way, if you missed uh, this week, uh, you know, all the shows have been, uh, we, we post them on a podcasting um, thing I guess if you go to our website, I really have sort of forgotten how this all works, but all the shows are uh, recorded in the terms of the party line program and then posted for people to listen to um, at will. you know if they want to hear it again or if they didn't hear it in the first place, that sort of thing. And um, so this past week, who have we had? We've talked with the Athens Food Pantry. We did that on Tuesday. On Wednesday, we talked to COAD. That's the uh, Corporation for Ohio Appalachian Development. And then yesterday, Thursday, we talked about the Athens area stand-down uh, effort, which uh, actually is coming up in October, October 7th, if I'm not mistaken. So qu still quite a ways away, and We'll probably do another program about that as it gets closer. All right, looking ahead. Okay. Um, let's see, next Tuesday, uh, we're going to talk with the Athens Hocking Vinton Board of Mental Health, the 317 board, right? And um, then on uh, Wednesday, Dr. Gaskell, Jim Gaskell, will be by to talk about um, the Athens County Health Department. And uh, I think uh, one of his concerns recently is childhood diseases. So uh, we'll, we'll cover that as well. Uh, 
So just looking a little bit ahead. All right, well, today, as I said, a free-for-all edition, and Don and I uh, do our best to uh, keep it entertaining. And So on this day in history, we normally start out with that, and we talk about different events or people and so on going way back. So where are we going to today? 9.30. Not in the clock. The year 9.30. The world's oldest parliament, the Icelandic, um, the Icelandic parliament, is established. And um, I think it was called the uh, Alpingi, something like that. In fact, there's a character here I don't recognize. It's A-L, and then it's a combination of a P and a B. If you, That's weird. Um, I-N-G-I. Anyway, anglicized is Althing or Althingy. Well, anyway, um, but that happened on this date in the year 930. On this date in 1868, Christopher Latham Shoals patents the Shoals and Glidden typewriter, the first uh, commercially successful of its kind, 1868. Now, you know, just this past week, um, my dad had an office all all the years I can remember uh, up in Worthington for his his um, engagements in broadcasting and particularly in speaking to large conventions, mo- sales and motivational type speeches. Yeah. Um, Nola Brown. Her maiden name, Nola Apple. She was from uh, Meigs County. Um, and um, I've talked to some of my friends down there, and they say they remember the Apple last name. Anyway, Nola Brown was my dad's secretary for probably 20 years. And she had a type, a manual typewriter. I do not remember her ever having like a electric typewriter and she would type you know letters for him and notes and things like that and it was a royal typewriter well I had kept it over the years and it was over in the old building next to my desk and I as we collected different mementos out of that building just last week I took it downstairs at my home and I've been working on it and it's it's working you know it had it needed a little lubrication here and there and it certainly had to be cleaned from dust and so on but it's working and when you think of the history behind that particular typewriter wow oh well it's personal I know but um, (laughs) I thought I'd share it anyway. All right, so um, the first typewriter um, was patented on this date in 1868. 
Jumping way ahead, almost 100 years, to 1960, the first contraceptive pill is made available for purchase here in the United States. Twelve years later, in 1972, on this very date, the Hurricane Agnes becomes America's costliest natural disaster and affected 15 states, uh, was re, uh, responsible for 119 deaths and over $3 billion in damages. <coughs> Agnes, I remember it. And at the time, I was living in um, um, Honolulu. So I didn't really have to, um, you know what I mean, deal with it. Oh, well. Good morning, folks. Let's see. Let's go on. Uh, 1972. So now, just two years later on this date, the first extraterrestrial message sent from Earth into space. I wonder who they expected would receive it. <laughs> hmm. 1979 on this very date, and we're talking about June 23rd. Supertramp's Breakfast in America becomes the number one album in the United States, featuring Take the Long Way Home. Hmm. Do you know how to run this thing? Okay. No. Okay. I was pointing at one of our computers. I was thinking we could get that song queued up, but that's all right. Anyway, take the long way home. Let's see. Um, on this date in the year 2016, the Brexit referendum, and uh, in that, the uh, United Kingdom votes to leave the European Union. Okay. Uh, we can, uh, as we typically do, we have a few birthdays and a few famous deaths and that sort of thing. So let's look at the birthdays first. Uh, huh. Four different people are listed. Only one does his name even sound remotely familiar. But let's, let's do them in order. So first of all, we have Alan Turing, T-U-R-I-N-G, who was born on this date in 1912. He didn't live a whole long time. He died in 1954. What was Mr. Turing about? He was an English mathematician, computer scientist, logician, cryptoanalyst, philosopher, and theoretical biologist, and he was highly influential in the development of of theoretical computer science providing a formalization of the concepts of algorithm and computation which can be considered a model of a general purpose computer. And he is widely considered to be the father of theoretical computer science and our favorite thing that we talk about on here, artificial intelligence. Yeah, you know, a year from a year ago, we weren't talking about. I know. <laughs> and uh, but now every, every day there's a new story about it. It seems like it. Yes. Um, does it? Is there anything about why he uh, passed at such a average middle age? Uh. I'm not saying that well, but he didn't live a long time. Well, well, we can keep going. Cyanide poisoning. Cyanide poisoning. 
trying to see. Okay, help me with that. I'm trying to see if it was. I've heard of that term, cyanide, for many years, and yet I truly don't know what it is. Is it something you come across, or is it an uh, illegal drug, or what is it? It's... Isn't it, isn't it often associated with, um, like, suicide? Yes, that's what it's saying, is that he, uh, they determined his death to be a suicide. Oh. All right. Well, that's enough. Jean Anuil... Okay, this last name is really puzzling to me, folks. This is a male, and his first name is Gene. His last name is A-N-O-U-I-L-H. How would you say that? An Anula? Anula? Uh, okay, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we don't know. Now, he didn't have a shorter-than-usual lifespan. He was born on this date in 1910, and he died in 1987. So what was uh, Mr. Jean all about? He was a French dramatist whose career spanned five decades, and he is best known for his 1944 play, Antigone, an, adap an adaptation of Sophocles' classical drama that was seen as an attack on Marshall Patain's Vicky government. Okay. Now, once again, I said there's four names today. This next one, I faintly know. Not the person, I know the name. Art Modell. And yet I can't think of what it is. I want to think something in sports. Mm -hmm. Anyway, 1925, his birth on this date. He died in 2012. Art Modell. He was an American businessman, entrepreneur, and National Football League team owner. He owned the Cleveland Browns franchise uh, for 35 years and established the Baltimore Ravens franchise, which he owned for nine years. There we go. There we go. And then this last one, um, who's um, uh, still alive, celebrating, celebrating his 51st birthday today. Now, pronouncing this is going to be tougher. Zinedine, I think. Zidane. Or Zidane. Anyway, uh, but two Zs in his name. For the, the first letter of his first name and the first letter of his last name. Zinedine, Zinedine, Zidane. Whatever it is, tell me about him. He is a French professional football manager and former player who played as an attacking midfielder. Well, really, soccer manager. Yes, this I is, was going to say. He most recently coached Spanish club Real Madrid and is one of the most successful coaches in the world. And well, he is widely regarded as one of the greatest players of all time also. Having coached uh, soccer 14 years at Athens schools, I, um, I'm embarrassed that I didn't know that name. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's see. In terms of uh, famous deaths, which we also do when we have these free-for-alls, um, Betty Shabazz, Shabazz, S-H-A-B-A-Z-Z, -Z, another double Z. Uh, Betty was born in 1940, but she died on this very date in 1997. Miss Shabazz. 
She was an American educator and civil rights activist, act, advocate. Okay. She was also known as Betty X, and she was married to Malcolm X. Oh, now I got it. I do kind of remember this faintly. Um, the other uh, famous death is that of Jonas Salk. And uh, he was born in 1914, but he died on this date in 1995. And, of course, the vaccine and all that stuff. But give us some more. He was an American biologist and medical researcher who developed one of the first successful polio vaccines. Um, he was immediately hailed as a miracle worker when the vaccine success was first made public in 1955, and he chose to not patent the vaccine and seek any profit from it in order to maximize its global distribution. I don't remember if I said this, but you know what year the typewriter was born? I'm just asking you. You don't have to look it up. I've got the answer right in front of me. But did you? Let me turn my phone off. I forgot today. Um, do you uh, know what year the typewriter was um, invented, I guess you'd say? Didn't it say 1860? Or no. 1858. Okay, the one I've got here, the QWERTY keyboard, which is the same figuration we have basically on our um, la um, laptop or our keyboard to our desk computer, whatever, where, like, you know, there's rows and the bottom row is Z. X, C, V, B, and M, and so on. And the middle row is more of the common letters and the top letter than top... Well, you get the point. Shut up, Palmer. Okay. It was invented, that QWERTY format, in 1819. Well, And look how it's survived. All right. Well, let's see. Let's put this report away. Um, morning, folks. It's 927. Boop. Exactly. And um, this date, of course, June 23rd. All right. Well, um, you know, we've had this very desperate search for... Um, a submersible vehicle that um, I think the owner of the vehicle was on board as well. Um, you know, I'd, I don't know if he's a billionaire or a millionaire, but he's got a lot of money and he's, he's owned this vehicle and people have used it to visit unusual spots under the water. And one of the things they've done over the years is uh, take a tour to um, the Titanic. Um, or maybe maybe that's a new thing, but there's... Anyway, um, which is down... Isn't it like two miles down under the water, the, the Titanic ship itself? 
think it's more than that. More than that? Okay. Hold on the minute. It's it's a lot. Whatever it is, and the pressure is the the. um, Oh, it is. Okay, two point four miles. Okay. I would have thought it'd be a lot longer, a lot more than that. Well, there aren't too many places deeper than that, but anyway. Um, and then, you know, there were uh, several very, um, the people that can afford to take this trip are, uh, I think the expression is (laughs) well-heeled, meaning they generally have some money and they can afford to pay the fee for this highly unusual vehicle to take them to a highly unusual place. Well, they lost contact with that vehicle, what, several days ago. And um, I think when it first occurred, they said they could possibly have enough air to last five days. And Coast Guard and different Navy um and, and other countries even helped with their naval stuff and anyway the bottom line is they finally came across the wreckage of this ship and it had um not exploded it'd be imploded i think or maybe it did explode i don't know but it anyway the, the people that were on board, five of them lost their lives, and, and that's all that was aboard, just five people. Uh, let's see. Aboard the vessel were the company's CEO. That's by the company I were talking about who owned that vehicle. Um, and they'd simply say here, a British billionaire a Pakistani businesswoman, businessman and his teenage son, and an experienced marine explorer. Uh, this craft was operated by Ocean Gate. Um, I don't know how long the voyage was supposed to take but it was only two hours underway when um, basically it went missing it had just begun its dive and that was the last they heard of it hmm Well, anyway, uh, sad story, and uh, for several days now, we've been waiting for them to discover, um, you know, the ship, or or the outcome of that. And um, basically, the search area that they worked on, and I think the U.S. Coast Guard was really active in this, but others as well was the size of a state of Connecticut. Yeah, I heard now, about that. Now, Connecticut's not real big. 
I mean, it's not like Texas or something. No. But still, it's that's a sizable area to have to try to find something. Particularly when it's as small as this object was. All right. Well, let's see here. I guess the NBA, NBA draft has been underway, right? Mm-hmm. And um, let's see. They say the biggest story of the night was Wimbanyama. Just one name. That's, I don't know if it's a first or a last. But anyway, they describe him as a 19-year-old. He's seven foot four, and they, he's been described by many as a French phenom, phenomenon, phenomenon. Help me. Phenomena. Thank you. <laughs> and um, obviously regarded as one of the best prospects in recent memory. Let's see here, Wimbanyama was named the most valuable player and best defender in the country's top professional league last year and is known for combining his height with fluid athleticism and an array of different shots that he's good at, including shooting 38% from beyond the three-point line. Wow. LeBron James referred to Wembenyama as an alien, implying his combination of skills has never been seen before. That's really the only story I've got to share about uh, the NBA draft uh, that was uh, occurred last night. America, our nation, right? Mm -hmm. The median age of Americans has reached an all-time high. The median age, 38.9 years. And um, um, I think that was last studied in 2022, so just a year and a half ago, maybe. Um, according to data released yesterday from the U.S. Census Bureau. Now, why would they sit on that data for a year and a half? <laughs> You know, I don't understand. Anyway, it goes on. The figure implies half of Americans were younger than 38.9 years last year, while half were older. All right. Well, let's see. Then multiply that times two. So that'd be um, 76, 77. I guess... I don't know if this is accurate, but I'm going to multiply it times two and say that the the average death occurs at 77. Now, am I safe in doing that, or is am I going the wrong direction? I would say that's probably accurate. Hold on. We'll go on, and then we'll come back to this. The median age is up by 0.2 years. <coughs> it is 77. Oh, really? Okay. So that my assumption was correct. 
Yeah. 77.28 years. Yeah. Amazing. I'm pushing that. Um, let's see here. So the median age has increased by two-tenths of a percent. And it was last released in 2021. So I guess they do this annually. Um, and in 2022, the average um, life expectancy, 76.1. Um, in 1980, here, this is interesting. So we just said uh, 38.9 is your midpoint typical for the our nation but back in 1980 it was exactly 30 hmm. uh, now some may some some states um, you can do better so when they break it down by state by state you know so the census data also revealed 17 states had a median age above 40 with Maine and New Hampshire leading the group. I don't know New Hampshire very well, but I sure do know Maine. <laughs> Going on, the states with the lowest median age were Utah and, of course, it's not a state, but they still factor it like that, the District of Columbia. Texas wasn't real good either. And it says Hawaii which is the median age 40.7, saw the largest increase in that category, up uh, almost a half a percent just in the past year. All right. Well, statistics, right? Uh, let's see here. Oh, the 2023 Kennedy Center Honors, right? Uh, they're going to be recognizing this year Billy Crystal, comedian, hip-hop singer and actress Queen Latifah, and singer-songwriter Dionne Warwick. Let's see, Bee Gees member Barry Gibb and the opera singer Renee Fleming are each going to receive Artistic Lifetime Achievement Awards. All right. Okay, LSU upset. Uh, I'm jumping back into sports again. Uh, LSU upset top seed Wake Forest to advance to Men's College World Series final. So LSU will now take on Florida. In game one of the best of three series, that game will be tomorrow. Uh, and I think it starts at 7 p.m. Eastern time. And by the way, it's on ESPN. Uh, let's see here. A Russian judge has denied Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gresh Greshkovich's 
appealed to be released from pretrial detention. So, Gershkovich will remain in prison until August 30th, awaiting trial on espionage charges. How would you like to be in Russia with a pending charge like that? How would you like to be anywhere with a pending charge like that? I don't think that would be a very friendly situation. No. All right, science and technology. Microsoft. Never heard of it. What's that noise? That was the chair. (laughs) Oh, your chair is squeaking. (laughs) Okay. Microsoft says it aims to build a quantum computer within a decade based on exotic states of matter known as Magarana, Majorana, I think it's Majorana, particles. The company demonstrated quantum computing bits based on the particles last year. I kind of remember that. I I do a little bit. What do you mean you do a little bit? I just feel like I remember hearing oh, something remember about that. It. Okay, I thought you meant you did quantum. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm not that smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I wasn't going to go that far, but anyway. Now, let's see another thing. The study of Hadza, H-A-D-Z-A, one word. They go on, and then did indigenous tribe in northern Tanzania suggests a hunger, no, a hunter-gatherer lifestyle results in much more diverse gut microbiome microbiome virus typical of western lifestyles. Well, uh, this... um, this virus stuff, there are some viruses that are unique to certain locations in certain lifestyles. And that's what they've been able to um, uh, start to figure out there in Tanzania. So now that they may be able to find something to help them recover from such a um Such a disease, okay? The next story I have says male Y chromosomes. Uh, Male Y chromosomes. And Y is just the letter Y, not W-H-Y. Um, anyway, these chromosomes linked to why col- col- colorectal and bladder cancers are more aggressive in men than they are in women. And the findings contradict theories. The behavior is primarily driven by behavioral differences. Yeah. Um, let's see. In business, what do we have? The stock markets this week have um, had a slight increase. And uh, tech stocks moved higher, for sure. And um, here we have word that TikTok's chief operating officer, the company's top U.S.-based executive, is going to step down. 
I tell you, I just cannot um, get into that TikTok stuff at all. Now, Don, you're kind of up on computer stuff. How would you describe TikTok if someone asked you about it? What's its purpose? Do you trust it? You know, all that sort of thing. Just short videos that people can put on there. Like some, like, just depends, like, on what you like, on what you like on there. Like, for me, most of my stuff is, like, comedy stuff and uh, animals and stuff like that. And, uh, but there's some people who, like, it'll situate more towards politics if you like a whole bunch of stuff that's based around politics and you know stuff like that like it, just, it or sports if or video games you know it just depends on whatever you would like okay. to listen or watch well watch stuff about. why i guess time is one of the factors but i whenever i say you've received something from tiktok i go there and very quickly i'm not interested in the leave but I don't, you know, I get hundreds of emails daily. And I would say 75% of them I discard. But 25% of them I need to read or forward to the proper person in our organization or mm -hmm. whatever. Um, or take action myself. Anyway, um. I don't have time to look at these TikTok and everything. And I really don't think I trust it. Now, is there any concern about that? Trusting? That I don't know because I just know that there was that whole thing um, about the government trying to ban it because it's owned by the Chinese government or it's operated by the Chinese government or something like that. I can't remember. but And uh, I think one state, either Utah or Idaho, I forget off the top of my head, but I think they actually completely banned TikTok off there. Off, uh, like, you can't, like, you, any phone that is, like, sent there that is in that state, you, you can't download TikTok anymore. They completely banned it. Hmm. All right. Um, let's see here. We got a note here that says Warren Buffett has donated four billion dollars to Berkshire Hathaway. Um, r rather, shares of stock to charities from that company, Berkshire Hathaway. And among them, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Warren Buffett, they say, so far during his life, has given over, over $50 billion to charitable organizations. Bank of England, they've increased their interest rates by a half a percent to a 15-year high now of 5%. All right. Anything else in this here? No, I think I can put this report away for the day.
Um, let's see here. Let's let's just do headlines. We have about um, eleven minutes, maybe ten. No, maybe uh, twelve. I did my math wrong. Remaining in this week's program of the party line. Um, there's a headline that President Biden seeks to bolster ties with Modi, M-O-D-I, while soft-pedaling differences. Now, that's, um, let's see here. India's prime minister, right? Yeah, I was, I was getting ready to say that. <laughs> I just found it. <laughs> um, the president emphasized common ground with India's prime minister and announced joint initiatives without making progress in enlisting help against Russian aggression. What's another headline? Well, we've already dealt with this, and that is the uh, 1,600 feet under the surface um, of the ocean, the implosion, catastrophic implosion, five lives lost. Let's see, a North Korean dissident defects to the American right. Yonami, why is my phone making so much noise in vibration mode? I think it's underneath these papers. Oh, that's... <laughs> okay. I just turned it off. All right. Um, Yanmi Park's account of horrors of North Korea made her a human rights celebrity. She was a dissident, um, but she has now defected. Um, let's see here. She, go on, she goes on, her new claims that America is on the same path have made her a right-wing media star. Okay. Um, in Seoul, that'd be Korea, uh, a basement of horrors in Seoul where past and present collide. That's the headline. Now, let's see what they have to say. A building where South Korean dissidents were integrated and tortured by a powerful government agency is now home to a popular youth hostel. So it used to have a bad purpose. Now it's got a good one. Still awful. All right. Let's see. The India quandary. How the U.S. manages its relationships with elected autocracies is one of the most important strategic questions in our dealings with India. Let's see here. Uh, world news. Spiraling violence in the occupied West Bank signals a loss of control. We're talking about the Palestinian Authority is absent from the hotbeds of militancy, while Israeli forces have failed to prevent violent reprisal attacks by Jewish extremists. Yeah, sorry to hear of that. 
Um, Belarus is fast becoming a vassal state of Russia. Vassal, V-A-S-S-A-L. That term, I'm... Um, what was it again? V-A-S-S-A-L, a vassal state. A holder of land by feudal tenure on conditions of homage and allegiance, or a person or country in a subordinate position to another. Well, allowing Moscow to place tactical nuclear weapons on its soil is just the latest sign of its loss of sovereignty to the Kremlin. Military experts and pro-democracy activists say. All right, let's see. In China, uh, first of all, I love barbecue um, anything, right? Beef, pork, chicken, barbecue, right? Well, there's a, a rather famous uh, restaurant in, um, in China in the city of Yingzhan. And I guess in the last 24 hours, it exploded. There was a deadly blast in this um, restaurant. Um, and it turned out to be a gas leak, right? And uh, it killed um, at least, a, I think, more than one dozen. And it might, it, well, it says dozens, plural. So that could have been 24 or greater, right? Anyway, um, terrible story. But um, it turns out that China's um, inspectors of such, such um, businesses and so on, where they have gas grills and all, uh, kitchens, um, there, there's been some criticism, criticism that they don't do a good enough job of inspecting these places. And now this thing has really added fuel to that argument or concern. All right. Sorry, China. You see, we already dealt with this in another uh, one of the stories I brought in this morning, but the U.S. population is older than it has ever been. All right, the median age now 38, we were saying. Um, ba -bum, ba -bum, ba -bum. Let's see, I guess LGBTQ, um, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgendered, queer. Mm -hmm. That's what those letters all stand for. LGBTQ. And uh, there's been a report released that, the, um, that cites that more than 350 anti-LGBTQ incidents have occurred just in the last 11 months. The incidents included online harassment, gatherings of armed protesters outside of drag shows, and bomb threats against hospitals that provide gender transition care. Um, yeah. 
Um, I have a friend that I've known for many years who participates in drag shows. Okay. And um, is, as they tell me, rather good at it. Um, but the stuff he has had to put up with. Um, it's really a shame. All right. Trump trial setting could provide conservative jury pool. So they're saying this trial, which is going to take place in Fort Pierce, Florida, uh, it says the jury would be drawn largely from counties that Donald Trump had handily, uh, won handily um, in his previous campaigns. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, we are um, essentially out of time, folks. I'm sorry. Um, we've got about a minute and a half remaining, and I need to share with you um, the weather forecast, although I'm having trouble locating it. Oh, I can do it over here. Right now, here on Columbus Road, let me just uh, double-check my thermometer. Yeah, 67 degrees right now. They're saying we will top out around 73. So about six more degrees is all we've got. Oh, wait a minute. No, that's right. That's right for today. Tomorrow, they say a high of 80, and on Sunday, a high of 87. Monday, 80. All right. Um, mention of rain, not too much today. Um, cloudy. And uh, tomorrow's going to be cloudy. A little bit of sun once in a while, but Sunday will be sunnier. Okay? That's, that's the best I've got at this moment. Um, once again, next week, uh, we'll have a free-for-all, um, God willing, on Monday. Don will be back here with us. Uh, on Tuesday, we'll be talking about the athens Hocking vinton 317 board. Um, as I recall, that deals with mental health. And on Wednesday, Dr. James Gaskell, will be here. He heads up the uh, our Athens County Health Department. And uh, there's a recent concern nationwide about childhood diseases, some new ones that have started to surface. So vaccines that child children should be um, or are, have been developed and more are coming. And uh, I think he wants to make sure everybody knows about them. All right. So like um, when I was a kid, you got the polio thing, and uh, I can't remember all the names, tetanus, I don't know. But uh, some new things are out there. Okay, folks, have a great weekend, and be safe, please. Get our 73rd.